Section One of the Governess, or the Little Female Academy by Sarah Fielding. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. An account of a fray, begun and carried on for the sake of an apple, in which are shown the sad effects of rage and anger. It was on a fine summer's evening when the school hours were at an end and the young ladies were admitted to divert themselves for some time as they thought proper in a pleasant garden adjoining to the house that their governess who delighted in pleasing them brought out a little basket of apples which were intended to be divided equally amongst them but mrs teacham being hastily called away one of her poor neighbours having had an accident which wanted her assistance she left the fruit in the hands of miss jenny pease the eldest of her scholars with a strict charge to see that every one had an equal share of her gift but here a perverse accident turned good mrs teacham's design of giving them pleasure into their sorrow and raised in their little hearts nothing but strife and anger for alas there happened to be one apple something larger than the rest on which the whole company immediately placed their desiring eyes and all at once cried out pray miss jenny give me that apple each gave her reasons why she had the best title to it the youngest pleaded her youth the eldest her age one insisted on her goodness another from her meekness claimed a title to preference and one in confidence of her strength said positively she would have it but all speaking together it was difficult to distinguish who said this or who said that miss jenny begged them all to be quiet but in vain for she could not be heard they had all set their hearts on that fine apple looking upon those she had given them as nothing she told them they had better be contented with what they had than be thus seeking what it was impossible for her to give to them all she offered to divide it into eight parts or to do anything to satisfy them but she might as well have been silent for they were all talking and had no time to hear at last as a means to quiet the disturbance she threw this apple the cause of their contention with her utmost force over a hedge into another garden where they could not come at it at first they were all silent as if they were struck dumb with astonishment with the loss of this one poor apple though at the same time they had plenty before them but this did not bring to pass miss jenny's design for now they all began again to quarrel which had the most right to it and which ought to have had it with as much vehemence as they had before contented for the possession of it and their anger by degrees became so high that words could not vent half their rage and they fell to pulling off caps tearing of hair and dragging the clothes off one another's backs though they did not so much strike as endeavour to scratch and pinch their enemies miss dolly friendly as yet was not engaged in the battle but on hearing her friend miss nanny spruce scream out that she was hurt by a sly pinch from one of the girls she flew on this sly pincher as she called her like an enraged lion on its prey and not content only to return the harm her friend had received 
she struck with such force as felled her enemy to the ground and now they could not distinguish between friend and enemy but fought scratched and tore like so many cats when they extend their claws to fix them in their rival's heart miss jenny was employed in endeavouring to part them in the midst of this confusion appeared mrs teacham who was returning in hopes to see them happy with the fruit she had given them but she was some time there before either her voice or presence could awaken them from their attention to the fight when on a sudden they all faced her and fear of punishment began now a little to abate their rage each of the misses held in her right hand fast clenched some marks of victory for they beat and were beaten by turns one of them held a little lock of hair torn from the head of her enemy another grasped a piece of a cap which in aiming at her rival's hair had deceived her hand and was all the spoils she could gain a third clenched a piece of an apron a fourth of a frock in short every one unfortunately held in her hand a proof of having been engaged in the battle and the ground was spread with rags and tatters torn from the backs of the little inveterate combatants mrs teacham stood for some time astonished at the sight but at last she inquired of miss jenny peace who was the only person disengaged to tell her the whole truth and to inform her of the cause of all this confusion miss jenny was obliged to obey the commands of her governess though she was so good-natured that she did it in the mildest terms and endeavoured all she could to lessen rather than increase mrs teacham's anger the guilty persons now began all to excuse themselves as fast as tears and sobs would permit them one said indeed madam it was none of my fault for i did not begin for miss suki janet without any cause in the world for i did nothing to provoke her hit me a great slap in the face and made my tooth ache the pain did make me angry and then indeed i hit her a little tap but it was on her back and i am sure it was the smallest tap in the world and could not possibly hurt her half so much as her great blow did me law miss replied miss janet how can you say so when you know that you struck me first and that yours was the great blow and mine the little tap for i only went to defend myself from your monstrous blows such like defences they would all have made for themselves each insisting on not being in fault and throwing the blame on her companion but mrs teacham silenced them by a positive command and told them that she saw they were all equally guilty and as such would treat them mrs teacham's method of punishing i never could find out but this is certain the most severe punishment she had ever inflicted on any missus since she had kept a school was now laid on these wicked girls who had been thus fighting and pulling one another to pieces for a sorry apple the first thing she did was to take away all the apples telling them that before they had any more instances of such kindness from her they should give her proofs of their deserving them better and when she had punished them as much as she thought proper she made them all embrace one another and promise to be friends for the future which in obedience to her commands they were forced to comply with though there remained a grudge and ill-will in their bosoms every one thinking she was punished most 
although she would have it that she deserved to be punished least and they continued all the sly tricks they could think on to vex and tease each other end of section one